Kimo Marriott, welcome back to the Build Your Base podcast. How have you been since our last chat? Keeping busy, changing lives as always. Happy to hear it. Today we are talking all about calisthenics. It's a particular area of passion for yours and you help many people develop their calisthenics, develop their skills. But first off, I'm sure some of the listeners are thinking, what is calisthenics? What does it mean? So let us know. Good question. So yeah, a lot of people have trouble saying it, which is hard for marketing. <laughs> but calisthenics, so it comes from the Greek it means, or uh, well, two Greek words, kalos, thenos, and it's strength and beauty. And it's wow. essentially bodyweight training, getting strong within your body. So it's essentially what you see gymnasts do, that's what calisthenics is. So um, gymnastics is actually like the actual competition element. Calisthenics just covers all types of bodyweight training. So gymnastics is calisthenics? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not different. It's like, you know, you've got strength training and powerlifting. Powerlifting is strength training, mm. but it's not completely diff different entity. Yeah, just give us a few examples then of what particular calisthenics exercises would be, just to so give yeah, us a better idea. I guess the sexy ones are like muscle up. Guys definitely love doing that. Handstands, front levers, back levers. So you would obviously typically use your own body weight, but also bars, like the cage that we have at Base Tongue Law is, you know, something that people would be, uh, or calisthenics athletes would practice on. Also Olympic rings as well, mm. parallettes, those sorts of things. But all of these are used for you to sort of manipulate your own body weight around. Okay, so any exercise that you use your own body weight sure. rather than an external weight. Exactly. TRX, would that be considered calisthenics? Yeah, yeah, technically it would, yeah, definitely. Because it's just a tool that allows you to exactly. use your body weight for training, right? Okay, tell us some about some of the benefits of calisthenics. Why should we use you know, your body weight as opposed to, say, dumbbells? I wouldn't say as, as opposed to, but I'd say that it's important to learn as much as you can about your body. And calisthenics is a great way to develop body awareness because it's all about creating tension in areas that you never really create tension in. So I guess that would be the, uh, a good difference that, because I'm someone who does barbell training and calisthenics training. I'd say that's like a key difference between the two. Um, I have to be far more aware of where I've got tension, where I haven't in my calisthenics training. And as a result of that, that means I'm getting stronger around my joints. I'm creating a lot more strength around my joints just using my, my body weight um, because I'm far more aware of that. In terms of increasing muscle mass, for upper body, it's definitely like a equally as advantageous as barbell training, I'd say. You can just create lots more angles and levers that, than you can in barbell training, which leads to muscle development in areas that you generally can't hit with barbell training but in terms of lower body I'd say always use some form of external resistance and that's why I still do my squats and my deadlifts and lunges uh, because it's just the best way to load the lower body but loading the upper body calisthenics is a great thing to do. Mm. So kind of maybe a hybrid model between the two right yeah, using sure. free weights such as barbells and also calisthenics solely and only sticking to that. And so are calisthenics right for everyone should we all be doing some sort of body weight training? I'd say it's definitely beneficial based on you know the the, the body awareness in, um, factor there. You're learning balance, you're learning strength, um, you're learning mobility, flexibility. All of these things are making you far more confident within your own body, and it's also helping to you know get you strong and lean. If you have like some kind of injury, then maybe not. Like up, upper body injuries, you have to be very very careful. If you're pregnant or something, then there's probably going to be some limitations. So if there's anything that limits you, you, you have to be a lot more careful. 
But that said, there's there's no one that I'd say no to, like coming to do calisthenics. Can beginners do calisthenics? Because when you say gymnastics, I think of these very advanced right. ring movements. Like, can an absolute beginner start with calisthenics? Definitely. I think it's perfect for beginners because that's where you're really learning a lot about your body. As I mentioned, it's about creating tension through your body. So that's the first thing that I like to teach. So it's like the hollow body, hollow body planks, push-ups, um, how to do push-ups whilst um, keeping tension throughout your whole body, pull-ups as well. These are the moves that I like to give to beginners. And also beginners, I always get them started on their handstand and L-sit journey. Obviously, it's not throwing your legs straight up into a handstand, but it's building those foundations. Mm. And that's what calisthenics is about. It's about just laying down solid, solid foundations on which you can progress to more effective things um, or more impressive things. Mm. So you can get those great photos for Instagram or whatever. So yeah, for beginners, it's great. Just to go back to your last question as well, actually, in terms of is it for everyone, I'd say if you're like a competitive athlete as well, it probably isn't the best thing to be spending your time on. You should probably be practicing like your skills. So at, at that point, I'd say that calisthenics might not be for you if you're a professional athlete and you need to, you know, be good at boxing or football or, or rugby or whatever. It's best to stay as be as specific as possible. But for the general population who's not really doing anything, mm. I think it's great. I found when I was into calisthenics a few years ago, it was just really empowering to be able to move your body mm. more effectively, to be able to lift your body up. You know, it's kind of like yeah. true functional training, really, to be able to lift your body up, to pull your body up. Yeah. Is that something you found with your clients? They found it empowering as they've got stronger and more developed? Yeah, definitely empowering. And they can see the difference as well, because it's, or feel the difference, because when you start to generate tension in areas that you didn't have tension in before or I mean a lot of it is about how your shoulders move as well so you know um, I won't use a technical terms but moving them up down forwards back and rotating a lot of people are unaware of the types of movements that they can do there or can't do and so as soon as that light bulb goes off they're just like oh you know, my shoulders can do this now, I can do this. So I, I now know how to, to push more effectively because I can pull my shoulders back more and push forwards more. So more awareness of their bodies. Yeah. In terms of aesthetics, how people look, I can't remember the Greek translation now. but Kalos, <laughs> Kalos now. Strength, strength and beauty, beauty right? Yeah. yeah. So basically, does calisthenics make you look great? You see me on Instagram, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, look. For anyone who hasn't, chemo is shredded. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the more you progress to calisthenics, the stronger you get, the, the better it's going to make you look. Obviously, nutrition is a key part. So don't think that you can go start, well, start doing handstands straight away. Obviously, you can't. You've got to build up to that. But this is a cool thing, right? When you start on your handstand journey and you want to get better at your handstands or even just pulling your own weight up you, and you really want to get good at that skill, perform that skill, it informs your other behaviours elsewhere. So, you know, it's, it's, if you want to do a handstand and you're overweight, you, you're going to discover that very quickly and you're going to be like, okay, if I want to get this handstand, I'm going to have to start losing weight. Chemo, help me lose weight. And then it starts to sort of, you know, each one sort of helps the other. So your calisthenics helps your nutrition, which helps your calisthenics mm -hmm. and just is in that circle of you just getting better and... Mm -hmm getting shredded yeah the reason i love that so much is because i think it's great to have a big focus on performance goals 
Because mm. to hit a performance goal, you often have to hit many other goals along the way, right? Mm. So you have, like, great example that you just gave. You have to lose weight, you have to get stronger, you have to get more explosive. So something yeah. like a handstand or a muscle-up, yeah. it's not enough to just build your strength. You have to work on many other areas Absolutely, as well. Yeah. And then I think when you hit performance goals, it's just so much more empowering. Mm. So I think there's more chance then that you have a another cool or bigger performance goal alongside it. If yeah. your goal is to just lose 3 kg, you lose 3 kg and then what? You, know, yeah, you get yeah, back yeah. to your old habits and then you often put the, the, that weight back on. So that is why I love performance goals so much. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about the difference just between training with your own weight and training with sorry, your body weight as opposed to free weights? Um, is a handstand press up or handstand push up the same as doing an overhead press? Obviously, no, it's not. But doing a handstand push-up is, whilst it's a lot more impressive, <laughs> in terms of building muscle mass, I don't think it's like, if I, if, when I'm doing a handstand push-up now, I can do five maximum. So from like a physiological standpoint of building muscle mass, you probably need more reps. So that's where the overhead press would come in. That's where the two sort of help each other out because if you do need more muscle mass to build your handstand push-up then you can sort of go and do your overhead mm, press mm. once you build the muscle mass up as you're building the muscle mass up that might help you with your handstand push-up okay. a lot of calisthenics is very neurological so it's more about the brain connecting to your existing muscle as opposed to you just building up lots and lots of muscle mm. so you, your muscle's already there and for the more advanced skills, it's like, right, well, now I need my brain to sort of connect to these muscles so I can do these more impressive skills and movements. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And so for anyone who's thinking about getting started on calisthenics, what's the best way to start? And once you've started, how do you continue to be successful again? What are the kind of traits that we see in the people that do well at this? Sure, so best way to start is obviously come see me at base <laughs> and the start to learn how to create tension through your body. So... Um, I keep things really simple with my clients at the start. It's all about getting all the movements that you need through your shoulders. Anything that where you're spending time on your hands requires good shoulder movement mobility. So those movements I talked about, the up, down, forwards, back, get those on lock. And then once you've got those movements, make those stronger. Start to do your hollow bodies, hollow body planks, get strong in different positions. And then once you, you've got those shoulder movements, you've got the positions, then you can start to apply those things that you've learned into skills like handstands, L-sits, would usually be my first skills that I teach beginner clients. And with that, I'll also incorporate some barbell stuff for just lower body. And then what kind of traits do we see in people that are really successful in calisthenics? It's very rare that someone gets a handstand in three months. For me to get a handstand that I was happy with took me two years. And by happy, I meant you know, I could get a good one, say, seven out of ten times. Like most times I was attempting one, I was getting into it rather than getting one good one out of ten. Mm. So give yourself uh, a while. Say to yourself, right, I'm going to invest like two years in this and then be consistent. When I was learning handstands right at the start, I was doing them every day. Um, and I was, you know, you know, I'd be doing some cooking and then in between I'd go practice the handstand, I'd come back wait for something rather than check my phone I'll do a handstand that sort of thing or practice so you got to be consistent you got to be driven and patient I think they're the most important traits uh, for calisthenics for sure do you see some clients that want to skip a few steps 
Like, Kimo, I'm ready. I can do a handstand and I can't do a push-up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's definitely some clients who just want to skip ahead. It's hard, it's hard for me with the online clients because they send their videos through and then I'm, I, I watch their videos. I'm just like, you're nowhere near ready. But then I see them in real life. And once I give them like the proper cues, then I think, oh, actually, maybe there are some things that you can do a little bit quicker. But um, that said... Yeah, some people do want to just, they just want to, you know, do their else sit into a handstand within two months or whatever, planch mm -hmm. within three months. I'm just like, you know, the, the front lever took me 15 months to get. Mm -hmm. The human flag took me six weeks, which was like freakishly quick for me. So that at the start made me think that I could do things a lot quicker. So mm -hmm. I, I initially gave myself a three month target for the front lever but ended up being 15 months. And so I always tell my clients, look, this is the, this has been my journey. This is how long it's taken me to get these things with dedication, persistence. This is how long it should, you should, you know, view that it's going to take you to do these things and don't skip any steps. Mm -hmm. Lay those foundations, get them right. And once you lay those foundations solidly, which is probably what I didn't do at the start, you will see quicker progress. Yeah, good, important message to get out. I think people need to know what they're getting into when they Absolutely. start calisthenics. Yeah. And I think by fully committing to that journey, then they're going to see the best results and all the other benefits that come along with it as well. Kimo, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts on calisthenics. Where can the listeners find you, find out more about you? Sure. Come to Base Tong Law. That's uh, usually my HQ. So Base Tong Law is where I'm at. Um, and that's where you can come find me. We can begin our calisthenics journey. Follow me on Instagram, Kimo Marriott. I'm a bona fide fitness influencer <laughs> <laughs> from London. So yeah, come find me. And um, that, that's where I share like a lot of like knowledge, tips, and also my training as well. So you can kind of see a lot more about what calisthenics is about. Yeah, lots of great videos and pics on there and especially during lockdown you put on a lot of great content to really help people get through that and to help them continue their calisthenics journey at home. So thank you for that, Kimo. We do appreciate it thank and you. thank you for sharing your thoughts today. We'll catch you soon. Thanks, Jack.